Welcome everybody to episode three of For Your Consideration. Uh, hopefully you're caught up with our past two episodes, a lovely Armageddon and Mission Impossible. If not, now's your chance. Uh, I, once again, your fearless host here, Mr. Chris. With me, as always, is my partner in crime, Ronaldo. How you doing, buddy? What's up, man? How's it going? It is going well. Another week in paradise. So, you know, smoke everywhere and, and nothing open. But it's getting better. It is getting better. It's getting better. Yes. Um, the sky's not blood orange. It doesn't look like it's Armageddon. Uh, yes. Good callback. The, the smoke is clearing, so it's getting better. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens the next couple of days. But everything's still closed. Yes. Part. Yeah. We uh, had, a, had a lot of laughs this week. Our our uh, movie of choice this week. I'm I'm very very tickled with. And uh, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, discussing this one. I I I felt very uncomfortable for a lot of the movie, <laughs> so I have a lot to talk about. Um, so yeah, let's get yeah. into it. Let's uh, let's not waste much time. We we stayed in the '90s and are keeping with the uh, action theme, and went you know just a year later from Mission Impossible to um, our. Good friends John Travolta and Nicolas Cage with the 1997 John Woo classic Face Off. Face Off, so, uh, 1997. Yep. Yeah, I I blown away by that because actually it was the year that we started at the theater, and I think it probably came out the summer before the theater opened, so we maybe just missed it. But um, it feels like that movie is a lot older than it, it it really is. I mean, I guess 97 is still 22 years, 23 years old. Can't do math, but um, it feels older than that at some parts of the movie. It, but. it did, yeah. Um, 1997, what, I was 17? You were 16? 16. 16. Uh, probably hadn't kissed a girl yet. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, 1997, it came out, and it was, just, uh, it was just a year of action flicks. Action flicks, action flicks, action flicks, right? Yeah. Um, I recall seeing this in the theater as well. At the Dome Theater, just like Mission nice. Impossible. I saw awesome. it with a friend, and I went in not really knowing. I mean, probably saw a trailer, but I came out of the theater feeling pretty good. I thought it was a really good movie when I was 17, right? <laughs> when I was 17, I thought it was a really good movie. Fair. Um, Fair. So I, at 17, I enjoyed it. At what? How old am I now? 37? 40. 40? 40? Yeah. Uh, it's a whole different ballgame. It's a whole different story. <laughs> Being a father now and, and, you know, 20 plus years later. Yeah. It's a little, it's a little different and if we can get into it, there's, there's some things that wouldn't fly even, I mean, even in a rated R film, I don't think it just, yeah. So I will let you start. Where do you? Okay. Let's get into it. Uh, starts off. The score in it, I mean, just the first five minutes of the movie, it's gut-wrenching. It's really gut-wrenching. Yeah. Um, you know, you see Nicolas Cage come up, and he's got some kind of like a black cape thing going on. He, he has too much fun with costumes in this. He has a weird mustache. He's drinking like a milkshake on, you know, just yeah. having a grand old time walking around a, an amusement park with a, a rifle. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. Um, but yeah, it, it opens up and it's, again, John Woo, it's all slow motion. It's all very artsy. 
Uh, and right off the bat, within the first three minutes, right, you get this scene where John Travolta is on the carousel with this child. And, and then the bullet hits him in the back and goes through him and it hits his kid. And that's how we start. So it's kind of like, okay, here we go. It's just, it gets you right away. So for that, I, I thought the beginning was pretty good, how, how it was done. Yeah, it's a good way to um, quickly show that these guys are giant adversaries. You know, a lot of times you have to build up to that and show, you know, all this trauma and, you know, heartbreak and this relationship. And you, you just like, you got Nick Cage, shoots the guy, kills his son, boom. And, yeah. The movie's off and running. And then you get Nick Cage pretending to be a priest. Okay, so just... Nick Cage, I like him. I do. Uh, he can play these really crazy, wacky characters. He's got that range where he can be psychotic and it's kind of funny and cool. But this movie, I thought it just went a little too far. I don't know, maybe just being older now. Um, I just, I thought it was so over the top. Me now, right? Again, at 17, yep. I thought it was great. Um, and then when he's dressed like a priest and he goes to the church choir and he gets behind that church girl, I just thought, Oh, this is like almost like I, I couldn't even watch it. It just, I just didn't, it didn't sit well with me. It's cringeworthy. That, yeah. that scene is so awkward. Uh, that's one of those first, like, you know, I have a counter of like, these wouldn't fly these days in movies, you know, priest and underage children and uh, it just it's that's my first notice cage is so over the top in this movie yeah. like before you even get into the rest of the movie you're 10 minutes in not even 10 minutes in and you're just like wow this is going to be one of those cage worthy performances like i don't know what else to call it he you know it's like toned down in certain movies but this is like cranked up to to 12 and that's a very cringeworthy moment that i marked yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And then you get the full action sequence on the runway. Before you get to the, the action sequence itself, I, I still say this line because it's so funny and so awkward and just continues to point to how Cage is in this movie. But the, uh, if I were to buy you flowers, would you... And then he stops. He said, no, no, no. If I were to let you suck my tongue yeah i hated that the worst I, I, line i hated it I but hated the emphasis it. on how he does it is just like oh my god and just before that he delivers the line i can eat a peach for hours which yeah i love i know you can eat a peach for hours so. i can't i can't i, I, I can't. i'll Nobody finish can. a peach off in two minutes and that's it <laughs> i <laughs> cut my peaches up anyway <laughs> <laughs> but i i have the tongue scene right it right to here it just sucks i didn't like it i i, I just it's just, I don't know. It didn't work for me anymore. It doesn't work for me. It just seems just too over the top for me. And I, I didn't like it. Uh, the cold peach for hours. I did appreciate the, the way it was filmed. Once he comes up and his, his like coattails start flapping in the wind and he's got his guns. I thought that was kind of cool, right? Very then, stylized, yeah. Very, yeah. Again, that's John Woo's style, right? Mm -hmm. Going back to Mission Impossible. Um, and then you get the full blown out plain chicken on the runway with, with Sean Archer, John Travolta. 
his and, partner, the way he calls that, don't you play chicken with it? Like, it's just so like. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, uh, and then all of a sudden something happens and you see John Travolta, sorry, John, Sean Archer get in a helicopter and he starts flying it. Yeah. That was kind of weird for me. Well, yeah. I mean, anytime cars are chasing planes that are on runways, you know, and then somehow they don't stop it, but then they still have time to get in a helicopter and then still stop the plane before it takes off. Longest runway ever. I don't know if they were actually in LA because that plane would have taken off at some point. Um, fun facts. Do you know who the original scripts went to, who they wanted initially? Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze. I just thought of a uh, point, point break. break. <laughs> yeah, point break. That's a good movie, by the way. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. Uh, so I think I think. Yeah, we probably movie. have to watch it again. It's probably really, really bad. But uh, it was Schwarzenegger and uh, and Stallone. No problemo. Which huh. would have been so awkward and so weird. And I mean, just yeah. on the <laughs> sheer fact that I think they're like six inches or you know eight inches difference. Like Stallone is short. Like yeah. And Arnold's not. So that would have been alone would have been like, this doesn't make any sense. But because oh, of the yeah. The classic uh gun flip, you know, coattails um yeah. is totally a John Woo thing. Um yeah. what was the he had Travolta in the movie before this, Broken Arrow with Christian Slater? Ah, great knowledge, because I was actually gonna touch on that. Um I actually really liked Broken Arrow. You liked it. Like, I still yeah. like it. If I rewatch it again, probably a different story. But it's Christian Slater, right? Uh, who's better than Christian Slater? Uh, Nicholas Cage. Broken Arrow's good, people. Watch Broken Arrow. <laughs> uh, and it's funny that you mentioned Broken Arrow because Broken Arrow was the first movie that I can recall where John Travolta was the villain. Mm. And I can't recall any other movie. He was always the good guy, the fun guy, yeah. the cool guy. But he was never the villain that I can recall. And sure. upon watching that, he played it so well, mm -hmm. really well, that I was like, whoa, this guy, this guy can play a villain. And so it happens, he starts playing villains in more of his movies or playing kind of off the wall characters like yeah. Vincent Vega in Pulp Fiction, who's not really a bad guy, but he's not really a good guy either, you know? That remake of uh, Taking a Pelham 1, 2, 3, he's a bad guy against Denzel, you know? Yeah. Yeah, he, plays, he does play a, a good bad guy. Right. And then just one last thing. When they're in the hangar, right before uh, Sean Archer, John Travolta presses that button um, and sends Nick Cage flying. Okay. I don't know if you caught it, but I caught this twice. You see the henchmen and some of the cops with cable wires on the back. So oh. when they're falling back, you can totally see the wires. Hmm. Um, and that just kind of I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> I actually didn't catch that. That's good. I caught it. I caught yeah. it. I caught it. Um, I was more laughing that is it, I don't know if he shoots him or what, but he like spins around and like hits the machine on like to start it up. Like he right. falls against the machine to start it up. And it's just so, I noticed that more than anything because it was such an awkward like, oh, I fell into something. Like, <laughs> what was that? Like, oh my God, like no normal person would fall into that. And, you know, but I got to figure out a way to start the button. So here you go. Yeah. You have to suspend belief to watch this movie because there's a lot of like, what? Come on. 
place. Yeah, I agree. No, just not happening. Um, I like still to this day the concept behind the face swap and the, the technology and how they used it and, and how they did it. Um, you know, whether it's, you know, not well written for how they talk him into it's like, what? No, I'm not doing this. Oh, it's the only way. Okay, here we go. <laughs> let, me lie to, let me lie to my wife and not tell her I'm, I'm doing this for whatever right. reason. Like, why, why, why can your wife know this? Like, she wouldn't. Maybe because, her with it. because he figured if she knew anything about it, they would get to her. I don't know. But I like the technology. I like that scene. It's actually kind of gross, like in a cool way, you know, like they show just enough of it, like just enough of like the face is coming off and you see like the face off. I, I mean, yeah. Another fun fact, John Woo fought with the studio to keep that slash between face and off because he was afraid that if the slash wasn't there, people would think it was a hockey movie. I mean, there you hear face off and you hear you think hockey. John right? Woo was not wrong. He wasn't, so, so. Good. kudos to you, John. Kudos to you, Wu. So, still mad for Mission Impossible 2, but... <sighs> yeah, yeah. So, before before we get to the whole transformation scene, face-off scene, he goes home and uh, you start seeing... Well, I guess in the beginning you start seeing the whole face, the whole hand swipe. Oh, yeah. Right? Um, I don't know about you, but I took... Uh, tally or how how many hand swipes there were in the movie? Now are we and, are we just talking the the awkward like hand across the face or the 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 fist? No, I'm talking about the the moment where he just runs it down his face and everything's all good, yeah. which yeah. I think is really unsanitary, right? It's really unsanitary. No one back in the day, you could just touch people's faces and all it didn't matter. No, you shouldn't. It's bad. And I'll, I'll tell you why I don't like it. First of all, because it's gross. Second of all, I don't like my face being touched because it, my face gets oily. And if you touch my nose at a certain point with, with your fingers, I start to break out. And that sucks. Ew. Right? Um, uh. but, but I counted. I counted a total of 10 face Whoa. swipes. Are we all? 10. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds about right. He's very awkward with it, too. Yeah. I just thought it was like, dude, we get it right? It's like, how many times do you need to remind me that the hand swipe is something meaningful? Is way too much for me. Way too much. I don't know. It's like one of those things that you, if you were to dig deep to the screenwriters, they probably like, you know, one of their parents did that to them. And so they just, you know, wrote it into the movie. But there's a lot of face touching and, you know, in COVID right now, I'm like, don't touch your face. Just right. Stop. It just, it just doesn't, I, I, I I don't know. <laughs> when, I mean, when Nick Cage wakes up, or you really no, it's when Sean is caster and vice versa that he takes the drugs, and Nick Cage is looking awkwardly up at the camera and just does this like and says "face off" like four times. It was just like, "This is the name of the movie. This is the name <laughs> of the movie. You're not going to forget this movie." And it just wouldn't stop. And it was like, it works because he's on drugs and. You know, you can believe that people will say stupid shit when they're on drugs, but absolutely, it, it was a lot. There's a lot of yeah. face touching. Um, all right, where do you want to go from here? Let's go to the, let's go to the 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 face off, the taking the face off. So, like I said, I I watched the movie with Brooke. Uh, she's in the medical field, right? 
Um, and I go, all right. I pause. I'm like, all right. I want to know what your take on this is. I know it's not real. I know, but I want to know what your take on this. And she starts laughing, right? She goes, that could never happen. Um, she said, and I'm reading my notes here. Uh, uh, the face would get infected so quick um, because your skin acts like a barrier pretty much. Right. Uh, there's no scars at all whatsoever. So this surgery was done to the T perfect. Right. But, but she said, because the story was pretty good, she could suspend belief. But I could tell from someone being in the medical field, she chuckled at that thing. Yeah. And yeah, rightfully so. Of course. Yeah, it's it's preposterous and i think that it works again if you kind of suspend belief that anything involving any scientific <laughs> bullets bending around <laughs> walls and people jumping and not breaking anything and people you know right living through a gen engine you know i, I liked it i liked the scene um i thought it was done pretty cool i really like the quick cuts that when Nicolas Cage, he's clapping, right? And you see his face, it's all, it's all without a skin for like a, a second and it yeah. goes back to the doctor. I thought that was pretty cool. And yeah. um, it, it kind of looked like a horror film for about maybe five minutes. Um, they have so, and I actually, where it doesn't sound like he has lips. He's talking right. like this, like he's grating through his teeth, like yeah. club. Like, I, I like it. I, the yeah. scene works for me. And I, I'm not in the medical field, so... I obviously am not picking apart how crazy it is that that can't be done. It's more just like, huh, at that point in time, you know, unless people were wearing masks, like you didn't really think that that was like, I don't know. just, that's why I think the movie got so much acclaim. Like it was kind of clever at the time. Like it was, sure. It's not amazing, but the concept, like if you were to rewrite that, like it's could be a really good action flick. Like, just you have these two bombastic actors who are so over the top in this movie that it becomes a cult classic and now is kind of awkwardly dated. Even the action, I'm like, meh, you know, the yeah. plane crashing into the hangar, that's cool, you know, spent a lot of money there. Uh, boat chases, we'll get to, but. <laughs> yeah, but it, it was, it, it was the first movie that I can remember where you have a bad guy and a good guy two great actors, right? And you hate one actor, but then you end up loving him because he plays a whole different role, right? Mm -hmm. And it's just, I mean, you have your movies where like they, people switch bodies and like, like uh, what's, a, what's a good, like Freaky Friday or like mm -hmm. Father Like Son, something like that. But this was the first movie where it was pretty hardcore. So for that, I really liked it. I, I liked that part that you got to see you got to root one time for this guy and then you ended up rooting for this guy for another guy, but then everything went back to normal. So it was kind of neat. It played with uh, that concept. I appreciated that. So, so that was good. Question, who do you think did the other better? I really like how Nicolas Cage portrayed Sean Archer because it's easy. I, I, for me, I think it would be easier to play kind of a kooky guy. We've seen John Travolta do it already, mm -hmm. but Nick Cage had to tone it down. So I appreciated the way that he toned it down to be Sean Archer. Um, there was one scene where he was telling the wife the story about the dentist, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, that's kind of neat. You, you go from, you know, 
in the first half of the movie, he's this awful guy, but then he switches roles to like, dang, this guy's really caring. Yeah, they both do. Actually, they both do that. I think at some point, Travolta has that moment where I, I noted this down. Our loving uh, pothead from that '70s show gets his ass kicked. Bringing the daughter home, uh, yeah. but you know, here you've got Nick Cage who was just groping underage girls at the beginning of the movie. Now he's all of a sudden this protector of his not daughter. Um, right. You know, because this guy is being a sleazeball. Um, what'd you think about when Sean visits, John Travolta visits Nick's cage in, in the jail for the first time when, when uh, Nick Cage gets the information, he, he feels like he's about to be uh, let out of the prison and all of a sudden you got a visitor and here you go. It's, uh, it's Sean Archer or John Travolta as the bad guy. Travolta at his best. I love Travolta. Cage, okay. good as caster. He's horrible as Travolta. In my huh. opinion. Okay. Alright. I, I appreciate it the way he toned it down. I was I, I mean I rooted for Nick Cage to the very end. Uh, yeah, see now I mean I mean obviously yeah you're rooting for him because he's the good guy, but I I'm more like ugh, I don't like his portrayal of John Travolta's character. But okay. I, I it's funny because I think John Travolta was over the top, just like Nick Cage, which Nick Cage annoyed me. So then John Travolta followed suit, did the same thing. And I was like, ugh. You know, every time we're like, wee, woo, woo, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, dude, you get it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ah. I love John Travolta so much more in this movie than I do Nick Cage, unless Nick Cage is playing caster at the very beginning, because that's, that's classic. I love his little goodies box that he gets multiple times that has chiclets, chiclets and joints. Yeah. And- and yeah. prescription okay. drugs and gold and glasses and just weird shit. But yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I like that character, the Caster Troy character, which weird names, Caster and his brother Pollux. Um, Pollux, yeah, Pollux. Um, just odd names, but I, I dig their characters very much. Okay. All right. You're up next. What, what notes you got? Uh, going to the shootout at um, the bad guy's place. You know, yes. The bad guy's yes. place. So before we get to the shootout, uh, Sasha, uh, Gina, Rashawn, Rashawn, okay, yeah, Rashawn. So, from my understanding, she is the sister of this bald-headed guy. Yeah. Okay. I recall a scene where she kissed her brother. She kissed him. Yeah. Like it wasn't just a kiss. I mean, it was a kiss. Open that, was conf- that was confirmed again when I watched it last night. So is there some kind of a weird, gross thing going on there? Bad, disgusting. Yes. I have no idea. Honestly, because- when I saw it, I had to turn to my wife and say, they're brother and sister, right? Like, did I miss that? No, they are brother and sister. Yes, 100%. So and when she- there's no explanation. <laughs> it just... When she kisses him, that's not just like a peck. That's like full on. That's a kiss. Yeah, like he grabs her and pulls her back. It was it like I'm dying, so whatever. <laughs> like, man, why did she? Why was she like? Okay, it's I don't know. it's a very awkward 
yeah, it's just another one of those scenes where you're like, what? Like if I was watching, I'd be like, my, this is me, you know, at the Paramount Studios, you know, as the producer of the film going, hold on, stop. That's brother and sister. What is this? This isn't Star Wars where they didn't know, <laughs> you know, and even then you knew Lucas, but why are they kissing? Why, why, why <laughs> George, is you that? Knew, you knew George. You knew George. You knew all the time. Dirty bastard. Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, definitely a note I had. And I was trying to rack my brain. Like, was I not paying attention to the first half of the film? Because I don't understand what that dynamic is and why that would happen. But right. uh, I, I just, I saw that and I remembered it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's true. This is weird. So, um, all right, let's just move on. The, the whole Over the Rainbow song in the background as the cops are shooting the place up. And you see the little boy, uh, Adam, right? Or Caster Troy's son. You see him with his headphones on. And I don't know if you got a shot of the incredible teardrop that he had, but it, it just it just looks so fake. Like, I, I get it. I understand, but there was no emotion from him. And it just it looked <laughs> like the teardrop was painted on. Um, it just it bugged me so much. And then I don't know. I I, I didn't care for it. This is back before they really cared about child actors being anything other than just a child in the movie because or a prop. Yeah, he exactly. He was a prop. He was he was there to create suspense around you know people being shot at because this movie is nothing but people being shot at with double guns and somersaults and pirouettes to shoot people like. Yeah, jumping off boxes, you know, while you're firing a weapon. I don't know. I've been to a firing range once. Uh, they didn't let me jump off any boxes and shoot anything. Uh, sure. But, you know, high stakes, I guess, high stakes. Uh, Cage does that awkward somersault to the kid. <laughs> the kid's, like, standing in the middle of this glass floor that's in the middle of an apartment. But <laughs> Cage does a somersault. A apartment. <laughs> and then it was a slow somersault because in slow-mo, it looked worse than what I could do right now as a somersault as a 40 year old man and 39 actually. Uh, ah, damn you. And it was so bad. I don't know. Again, that's probably why they had so many stuntmen is because Travolta and Gage could only do these half-assed somersaults and spins while they shot things. And uh, so, so bad. Let's just move along. Um, Sean, oh, not Sean. Yeah. Sean, who is, who is uh, Nick Cage finally visits Eve, his wife, and tells him everything that's going on. And I'm thinking, man, if I was his wife, I would be, I would be a, just a mess, right? Like, it would be such a hard pill to swallow to hear that, right? Um, and then he tells her the story of the dentist, which mm. I thought, to me, I thought that was a really sweet scene. It was it was your animal cracker scene from Armageddon. Shout out to <laughs> Armageddon again. Um, I liked it. I really did. I thought it was sweet. I thought it was cute. Um, and he tells the story about how the dentist fixed the wrong tooth, which, by the way, you could probably sue a dentist for fixing the wrong tooth. Um, I think so. Right? And so she, he fixes the wrong tooth, and he goes, you know, even though it might have hurt really bad, 
Uh, she still kissed me. Right? <laughs> I love That's word. a good Nick Cage. That's a good uh, Nick Cage. Thanks, I like it. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. I got my Owen Wilson and my Nick Cage down. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Excellent, Cage. Yeah. I may, um, have to, may have to choose another Nicolas Cage movie just so we can hear more impressions. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah. Look, there's. These are, in my opinion, good actors. Good actors at the time. Cage has gotten a little. Yeah. Lately, and I don't even know if Triple is doing movies anymore, really. But yeah. yeah, at the time, they're they're good actors and they know what they're doing, and that was a good, a good scene. Um, one of the few, <laughs> as you know, Nick Cage plays that character that I thought, okay, that's fine. So it's, it's a real scene. You know, you need I think something sweet and grounding between all the like larger than life shootouts. I mean, it's just. Yeah. Gunfight after are. gunfight I mean, after gunfight. You're gun exactly fight. right. Shootouts. Very artistic shootouts. You're absolutely yeah. right. Lots of side characters dying and nobody in the main cast really being hurt from anything. What other notes you got? I, I'm ready to go to the finale, starting with the funeral, uh, with the whole funeral and the whole... Uh, I, I have on my notes, I, I have written doves, 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 Doves. And and seagulls. He he walk as he's walking yes. up. Seagulls yes. too. I, yes. I forgot about the seagulls. seagulls. Don't. I. Okay. Props to the seagulls. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, that's where I'm heading to, and uh, it's a really. I, I thought the scene was cool. You have the chant, chanting in the background. Um. The funeral for uh. Here's his boss. His yeah. boss. Right, and everybody leaves. And then you got all the doves coming in into the church and outside the church, and it's just slow motion doves, doves, doves. It's just doves. It looked like an Alfred Hitchcock. Hitchcock. What, what church would just let doves just hanging out in the church? I don't know, but it was a really cool church by a beach. So uh, yeah, apparently they had that. speedboats just yeah hanging out. Right. Anyway, look at that. <laughs> like five minutes. Uh, so you get to the shootout, right? And and then it's just you got like four people, and you got Eve, his wife, in the middle. Right, and it's almost like, damn, here we go. Right, um, I liked it. I really, I, I liked that scene. I thought it was done well. Surprisingly, I, I didn't mind the doves in this movie. Uh, again, they're subtle. Yeah, well, um, subtle, but they're there. They're white. <laughs> well, they're white. How's that? <laughs> they're subtle in the sense that they're in the back of the church, and you know, they. Yeah. John Travolta walking in and does his, you know, Jesus impersonation, and you know, they're. They're not overt. Um, but yeah, the, the shootout starts and uh, and everybody's in it. Uh, and it starts and people start firing. And then um, you get his daughter coming in, right? And she takes a knife and uh, she has no idea who she's supposed to shoot out. His voice starts changing into the real uh, Sean Archer. So she shoots Nick Cage, who is Sean Archer. This is probably really confusing for everybody who's listening. Um, and and then she takes the knife and then she drives it into her fake dad, Sean Archer, who is really Nick Cage, and she twists it, right? <laughs> Am I making sense? In uh, giving the play-by-play, I think you even confused me. And I've seen this movie probably a dozen times. Yeah, it's it's uh it's it's. She's also not very good in this movie, and they don't give her much to work with. But she's like. 
one, you hear all this gunfire. Are you really going to run in to the room and be like, mom? Like, wait, what? Like, that's one. Two, like, <laughs> when she, when her mom's holding her before the whole, like, you know, actually, I guess it's after he, she stabs him and runs away. She's like, someone going to tell me what planet I'm on? Like, it was yeah. just such a bad line and a poor delivery that I was like, did you, what? Why cut that? Like, just, that's like one of those, just edit that out. Not even necessary. I agree with you. I think she, this is, I didn't like her at all. I think she delivered the worst line in the movie, um, which was towards the end. She said, dad, I'm sorry for shooting you. That's worse than your boyfriend's back, in my opinion. Um, oh, yeah. So Absolutely. I, I, I hated that. Because it, that she did it with such insincerity yeah. that it was like, again, unnecessary. And then you got the boat chasing. Here we go. Um, which, to me, I don't know about you, man, but I thought it was ridiculous. I love I, a good boat chase, though. I, I like I, boat chases. You like boat chases? Okay. Indiana Jones. That was a good boat chasing because it wasn't the finale. But he chose to use the boat scenes as the finale. And this is where it really took me out, especially this time watching it, because you see the actual stunt doubles. You see their full-on face. Yeah. Coming like, at the like, camera. Yeah, coming at the camera. It's almost like whoever edited edited the video did you not see that or did john wood not see that and just not care or did they have enough time to fix that but it takes you out of the movie i wonder if you know when you're you're assuming you know first first go around you watch this film you you don't catch that stuff you know you're not looking for it and so maybe the more you watch something you look for more of these things but it's glaring in this it's pretty bad it's like one of those editing things where you're like all they had to do was simple makeup, you know? You put a, again, you put a bald cap on the guy who's playing the cage and give him the bright hairline and it looks close enough. Yeah. That's all it takes, you know? <clears throat> but yeah, all the boat scene, you're right. You can tell until they do the close ups, which you can tell they're not even on the boat. Like it's like yeah. a water wall spraying behind to show you that he's, <laughs> um, yeah. it's bad. But I like the boat chase. I mean, I like the boat chase other than <laughs> again suspend the belief you got the, the the port police coming at him with a full like seven people and he just speeding the boat along just takes the gun and just shoots them all just get again physics not really out the door it, yeah it doesn't matter doesn't he hit he every one the of ship? Them. <clears throat> yeah doesn't he ram the ship and he like jumps through 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 that like in the fire yeah he rams whoever nick cage into yeah. the boat and then the boat goes through that yes yeah um and then i got on my notes water skiing without skis with um when nick cage goes over the side of the boat he hangs to to he hangs onto a chain and he starts skiing listen listen i love a good action flick don't get me wrong i, I love a good action flick I don't know what it is about this, man. I just, I don't know if because I'm getting older 
and I'm grumpier or what, but I just could not get into it. I could not get into it. By that time, there's so many other scenes that are so much better than that, that you kind of wonder <clears throat> why that was even really necessary. You know, why couldn't the grand finale be the shootout? Like there's enough drama around that. You know, like you said, the wife is at stake there. The, you know, Nick's, Nick Cage's girlfriend or baby mama or whatever she is at that point, you know, she's right. part of it. Um, it's, there's enough suspense around that the, the daughter shows up that you didn't even need the boat chase. So, I mean, to that yeah. point, yeah. It, it's it's completely unnecessary other than we want to crash a couple boats and we want to show stuntmen who don't look like our lead actors flying through the sky behind a, with a flame behind them. <laughs> and we slow-mo it so you can really tell that it's not the right actors. Oh. You're like, wait, what? Cool on you for really doing a stunt. And God, I hope those stuntmen are okay and got a lot yeah. of money for this. But completely unnecessary. It, it's It's another 10 minutes of the movie that you're just like, you're probably done at this point. Like you don't need any more. But nope, I didn't. I didn't need any more. You almost want the, the the plane scene, which they shot in one take because it's a plane they crashed. They can't afford to crash more than one plane. Thirteen different cameras filmed that scene. That's like the finale. Like that yeah. almost like you get that in the beginning of the movie, and so it amps you up and, and gets you going. But that's almost like you shot your lot in the beginning of the film, and now. What are you going to do for a finale? I guess we'll do both. The finale. What now? Um, they He gets his man, right? And everything's good now. And find, John Trav Go ahead. I'd uh, say so they, they, they magically find doctors who can re reverse this. From DC. The top best specialist from DC. According Always. to the mother from the notebook. Which, Always. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so he gets his face back and he's back at home and you see his shadow coming through the window, walking up to the door uh, and you hear like the soft music in the background. And it was hazy and, AF. It looked like how it's been in California with all the fires. Yeah. Why is it so cloudy outside? You can literally see like the fog machine, like blowing the fog up behind him. Like, is this a dream sequence? Did he actually not make it home? Yeah. It's a John Woo, right? Yeah. Um, and then that's that's when we get the line right when he hugs his wife and his daughter and his daughter goes dad i'm sorry i shot you and then he goes i got one more final surprise for you guys right one more surprise and nick cage walks in wow that would be uh and he brings adam uh caster troy's son uh and that was kind of it that was a touching moment that was kind of cool um it's a it's a good script writing like yes like it, it fits you know they lost a son he thought the kid looked like his son because full cut you know yeah as he did neither of them had a line uh yeah it's it's cute but then the daughter does the effing face touch thing she's that, like that hey kid that i've never met one. swipe your face come <laughs> let me show you your room i would have been like what uh, the fuck is this place like <laughs> what is that yeah, I uh, yeah, that was my tenth base wipe I counted. Uh, ah, there's probably more. Probably missed. Yeah, probably I was still was counting. Not. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's a family <laughs> thing. I don't know. I just, uh, I just know if my my dad did that to me. I'd be like, 
I almost want to start doing it to people. Like it's like uh, Demolition Man and the you know be well. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. That was a good movie. Well, that takes us to the the end of it. We have literally talked our faces off. Um, figuratively, I guess. Not my face is there. Uh, thank you. Uh, that brings us to our ratings. As you know, here at For Your Consideration, we like to do a one to five scale based on something remarkable from the film that we watched. I think we've done Asteroids for Armageddon. We did, uh, was it Masks? No, or, we did Emilio's. Emilio's for, for Mission <laughs> Possible. Emilio's. The Emilio's. <laughs> yeah. There's only one in Mission Possible, but we gave it many more than one Emilio's. Um, right. What shall we do this week for face-off how many face-offs how many faces how many peaches let's just do peaches yeah, yeah. peaches yeah. it is peaches uh, it is on a scale from one to five we are going to do peaches good sir i'm going to let you go first this time i'm gonna go with uh three and a half peaches um and the other half gets it's a the pit yeah, it's a good half so i i still <laughs> enjoy this okay. film um i laugh more at it more than anything now and the lines are just incredulous and i love that about it um it's one of those i i definitely tune out like i forgot about the dentist scene and i think by that time i you start to not get bored with it but you're like okay like okay like come on like you're Again, they hype you up so much in the beginning that it starts to drag a little bit at the end. And you're completely right. The boat scene is just not necessary. Um, so three and a half, solid. Three and a half, wow, okay. Um, this is going to be the first movie where you actually give it more more uh, higher rating than I do. Um, I'm shocked. I, um, you said you laugh more while watching this movie. So the more I watch this movie, the more I cringe. Um, <laughs> I, I do. Yeah. And again, maybe it's because yeah. I'm older. I'm not 17 anymore. Um, but just, you know, seeing things that just, just really kind of disturbing. Now, yeah. um, the acting's, I think the acting's pretty good. I like both Sean or Nick Cage and, and John Travolta. Um, I could suspend the leap. I thought, why not? Very cool. But the whole, you know, seeing everybody's face, the stunt doubles' faces, the wires, the cable wires, um, the overacting, uh, I, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it three inches. Because oh. it's, a, it's, a, it's a popcorn flick, right? So yeah. I can't give it two um, because it kept my interest. Sure. So uh, uh, I liked it. Uh, I, I suggest people watch it if you haven't seen it. It, it is a bit over the top. It's a good action flick, the late 90s action flick. Totally. Um, so watch it. it it's, it's good. Great acting. You root for the bad guy one time, and then you start rooting for the bad guy again, even though he's good. So it's fun. It's, it's a fun movie. So, it's fun. If yeah. you can get past the awkward, cringe moments, it's fun, and it has two actors just having a blast doing right. it. Right, yeah. So. yeah. And, and they look like they were having fun. So for me, I'm giving it three. Three ripe peaches. Three ripe peaches. I'll give it three yeah. and a half. So that's not that far off. I was expecting after all that, I was expecting you to come in strong with a two or something. So we're, we're not too far off. 
I'm yeah. waiting for the film that's going to really be divisive for us. That is going to separate us, you know, like one and five and just be mystery men, maybe even. We'll yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Maybe we'll be mystery men. Down uh, someday. I don't think anybody oh. knows about that movie anymore. I don't think anyone oh. ever paid attention to it. I don't think that I, we might've been the only two people who saw it, but yeah. we'll, we'll have to see. Yeah. Uh, do we? We haven't decided what's uh what's next on the docket, so we'll have to keep that a surprise and maybe uh, throw it out there and you know in a poll and ask our fans what they want us to to cover next. I'm not opposed to covering any genre. It just happens that we've thrown out a few classic action movies because yeah. you know why not start there? They're they're fun to rewatch and you said they're popcorn. You know they they bring you back to when you were a teenager going to the theater. So. Right, uh, right. We'll surprise you with what what is next. That's for sure. I can't wait. I can't wait to watch it. <laughs> Been a blast as always, Mr. Ronaldo. Hi, yes, sir. Uh, host Chris, and uh, this has been for your consideration film review for Face Off. Yeah. Talk to you guys all soon. See you later, guys. Bye. Bye.